0: To go! 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 Go!
1: Go! 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 It's so exciting! Good
0: idea, just the execution that was wrong. It was an unerring effort. Well what a strange moment, a freakish moment really. Yeah, that's what it is. Well that's a shame. He's missed it hasn't he? They did the initial bit well. They've made a mess of it.
1: How do you like him? Hello and welcome to FIFA InsiderCast episode 4 and today is not just any old standard InsiderCast with us three moaning about FIFA. No, today is Insider uh, InsiderCast special as um, Tom paid uh, EA Guildford a little visit today as part of the FIFA 14 reveal, didn't you Tom? Yep. So you were there, the only yeah. member of FIFA inside of there, so uh, also on the podcast we have the myth, the man, the legend, Toby Ross, aka Zayor. Um, mm. You weren't there, either. you weren't invited either Toby, so you're probably no, as pissed off as me. i
2: but I'm, I'm sending some... Anthrax.
1: So,
2: <laughs> it's all gonna be okay. I'm
1: You're probably sending... be arrested
2: now for saying that, but you please don't
1: me. arrest me. I haven't really sent any anthrax, just it's some bird poo. Just cutting opinion. That's the only thing you send, EA. <laughs> cutting criticism. scathing criticism. <laughs> anyway so this is kind of going to end up being um the, the tom mills cast a little bit because obviously myself and toby were there but we'll be obviously be commenting and uh asking tom lots of questions so fifa 14 tom exciting finally it's out in the wild Yep, it
0: exists as we knew but now now ea acknowledge its existence so that's that's nice that's one step closer to <laughs> the
1: release i suppose or whatever one but... step closer to the first screenshot yeah Um, So do you want to give it all back? So you were in attendance at Guildford today, so that was kind of a press event?
0: Yeah, um, it was kind of a press event, kind of a community event. It was a bit of both. So I think um, they split the day into two. First thing this morning, they had a lot of press there. Um, I went over in the afternoon with um, some other community guys. There were some guys from other sites. uh, Some of the YouTube guys were there. Um and we had a presentation with um Nick Shannon, who's a line producer, and Sebastian Enrique. And they basically just kind of um briefed us on <clears throat> some of the new 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 changes. Not not like sort of really, really high level stuff, but um there's obviously loads, loads more to come, but in terms of um getting off the ground in terms of what they're doing with FIFA fourteen, they gave us a pretty good idea of um of some of the some of the things that they're they're doing, so yeah we just saw a presentation and then um and then I had a chance to have a chat with Seb which will be on the site soon
1: and then I I'll guess that's kind of a Kind of a key point. This is only kind of what they're announcing about FIFA 14 now. There will be much more with VA. It's always like, you say, it's the kind of drip, drip. Yeah, I the mean, there or... was also like, I didn't get a chance to play it. There was no, no hands-on. There was no code
0: available. Um, we didn't even get any assets yet. Um, hopefully, we'll have by the time you're listening to this. But at the moment, I haven't got any assets, so we don't even like, have any screens or anything like that. Um, there also, uh, in terms of gameplay footage, there was quite a bit. But you guys know the score. But it's difficult for <clears throat> explaining to other people. It was kind of a, a, one of those. Um, a, presentations where it was kind of a blend of real world footage and test bed footage and then some FIFA 14 and FIFA 13 comparisons and that kind of stuff so we did get to see a bit of it but you know at this stage there's nothing um, in terms of new the skinning of it it looks it looks like FIFA 13 at the moment in terms of the look of it um, apart from one hilarious bug which Ramar me to tell you about but that is just it looks like FIFA 13 with, with new mechanics at play so.
1: Okay. So that's kind of the context, the setting. Let's, um, let's delve a little bit deeper into, into the kind of the presentation. so I'm starting off with, uh, movement or sort of player momentum, um, yep. in phys- from a physics sense. something we've pushed quite hard on the site over the last or well, since, since the site, uh, you know, came into existence and also pre, Previous uh, FIFA insider. Obviously yeah, it's something that Toby's very fond of, um, mm. as well or ch- wanting changes. So Tom, what's happening in the kind of player momentum sort of, and we mean good momentum. Um, in terms of (laughs) player-player movement physics. So, when you're sprinting
0: and dribbling, you used to be capped at certain angles for turning. So, obviously, you've got 360-degree dribbling when you're just dribbling. When you're sprinting, you had uh, certain angles that you could turn at, and that's now 360 degrees, which immediately I thought... That can't be a very good thing, but actually it kind of is because it allows you to be um, moving at got much higher fidelity of movement when you're coming into attack at, at, when you're running at defences. Basically, you can you you're not fixed at certain angles that you can um, you can run at, which means that it's going to make things harder from a defensive point of view for people because they've got. Um, you can't sort of predict where people are going because you know, at the moment you can kind of see well if they are there then they've only got this or that as an option to turn into and now that's going to be opened up a little bit um, You can, th- this is one that I th- think Toby probably really really appreciated but um, if you're sprinting and you do a full 180 turn um, the distance it takes you to do that is now a lot longer. And they showed us like a comparison of FIFA 13 to FIFA 14. Um, and that the, 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 there is a, a lot of momentum at, at work in there in terms of the slowing down of the turn, the actual stop, and then the acceleration back the other way. It's a much more drawn-out process. And the, the distance you cover on the pitch when you're pulling that 180 turn is much, much longer than um, it, it was in FIFA 13. Um, and the other thing it gives you is it's difficult to explain without the footage behind it, but if you sprint in a circle in FIFA 13, which is kind of hard to do because obviously there's always players in the way, but they show it on an empty pitch, you can see that the turning circle for a player at full speed is very, very, very wide. Um, and it's now, because you can now t- make much tighter turns, it it's a much smaller dribbling circle, uh, or turning circle rather, when you're at full speed. Um, so all that is very
1: cool. Now assuming that Toby's brain hasn't exploded in excitement <laughs> uh, at the sound of momentum preservation uh, and uh, increased stopping distances and things like that. I mean Toby what's your first kind of reaction to to those improvements?
2: Well, the, f- the first thing I read about V14 was that uh, the, the the turns are going to be up to 360 degrees. I thought that is absolutely wonderful. It's something I've definitely asked for in the past. Um, to me, I see it as this sort of second part of 360 degree dribbling, which we've mm. never really been able to get. And also, hopefully, something which will play into the analog, drib- uh, analog sprinting, which came in quite a long time ago, which is never really... Made that much of a difference? No. Um. To me, it's always felt like one of the things which really stopped you from being like Messi in FIFA is that as soon as you start sprinting, as soon as you go over the dribbling speed, you lose. You can the only move at twenty. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can only move at that twenty-two point five degree turn. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. And now to be able to do thirty, forty, fifty, sixty, whatever you like, and presumably incurring some kind of penalty depending on the player and the context it will be how, in weight you know, shift that, kind of, that stuff. kind
0: of stuff does come into it but
2: yeah there is is now there so that sounds like a fan- yeah i mean a fantastic change one which you know was always going to happen eventually it's really pleasing to see that it's going to be happening now um yeah. i suppose the one thing i would ask is in terms of preserv- preservation of momentum do they say anything about how this would affect the players who aren't dribbling tom
0: uh, no, no, we didn't get to see that. It was very much okay. actually just sort of quite fixed on um, players mm. that were... I mean, in terms of... like we, we only saw a couple of clips of it, to be perfectly honest. But to be clear, it's not like full foot-planting in terms of the momentum. Yeah. It's just um, probably as close as you
1: could get without it, if, I, if I'm honest. So kind of an a, a <clears throat> extension, extension or improvement on existing momentum mechanics, which existed, but perhaps have now been... Just made it made to look a little bit more realistic realistic.
0: and yeah, Yeah. just like I say, you know, when you see someone that's a full sprint that does decide to turn on their heel and go the other direction, it's not a very quick action anymore. There is a slowdown and a, and a reacceleration on the other end. So
1: I think, I mean, that's something very, very recently that that I've been talking about Um, in terms of something that's, well, you know, after playing Pez and then dropping in back to FIFA, something, the first thing you notice straight away is that the, the way that every sort of turning is very instant in FIFA compared to Pez, which is mm. a bit more drawn out. Not because it's better, but because their animations are a bit slower and a bit more kind of not as good. But it kind of plays in on on its favour. Um, I guess the thing I took out of this little first sort of sort of section is is the um, the 360 degrees of of, of sprint and the, and a tighter turning arc for sprinting. I think the thing for me there is that's now complete attacking freedom in terms of the game looking more natural because i think like you said tom when when you've got somebody on the edge of the box you know they're going to come in at that 33 you know they've only got a couple of
0: places to go so
1: yeah so now you can kind of like you say that's going to give not only a lot of attacking freedom but it's also just going to look more organic Mm. when everybody's moving around the pitch because like you've got 360 it's 360 dribble properly implemented yeah Yeah. so it's the the, the whole shooting match instead of just kind of a, a walking pace dribble which for most FIFA players, as we know, gets barely used anyway because they've got sprint sellotape down on the the controller. Uh, So So the other um, thing that plays into this is, um, just sticking with the the
0: sprinting side of things, is you'll now see players taking much heavier touches when they're at full speed. So another example we saw as a video was Um, side by side FIFA 13 to FIFA 14 over a certain distance um, on FIFA 13 the player would always sort of keep the ball within a certain distance of themselves whereas in FIFA 14 as they as they hit their top speed the ball starts to really loosen up and really like they're very much putting it out in front of themselves and then running to catch up with it um which kind of
1: you know I suppose defensively gives you a little bit more opportunity to get into it but um uh, did you notice any in terms of in terms of like dribble touches at speed? Did you notice any sort of lateral movement in that in terms of where they were knocking the ball ahead slightly right, left on, or slightly right?
0: No, but then again the, the video we saw was completely side on. So you're literally watching a player right. sprint across from left screen left side of the screen to the right side of the screen or so you, you we couldn't wouldn't really have noticed that I don't think but no, no I didn't see that. But still a, still a
1: positive <clears throat> thing.
0: A positive, it looks like, really, really good. It got to the point where there was um a player bombing down the wing um and actually took too heavy a touch and like put in you know the animation where like they try and keep the ball in. They basically put it out for a corner but they sort of tried to catch it and keep it in.
1: But um because they were at that full speed they just took too heavy um two heavier touches. So. Well, I can just imagine the smile on Toby's face right now. I and mean, this is the, this we should get webcams for this because i think uh, <laughs> it's difficult to appreciate the joy that will be on his face right now can i just uh, throw
0: something else in then that, just to finish that off that um that there was nothing more about this but i can't say anything other than this one sentence which is clearance to strikers is fixed um that was one of the things nick was quite pleased to be able to say
1: excellent this is the kind of confusion yeah. between when you use uh, square and or cross or f- long pass to clear and it but goes. it treats it like a pass yeah and it then... kind of
0: this falls into something else we'll probably talk about in terms of defensive pressure but where where you'd find those clearances land at a player's feet and they'd be completely in space and they'd have lots of lots of time on the ball because of some changes they've made to defensive pressure that kind of won't happen anymore because immediately um, if they do receive the ball they'll, they'll be under pressure so yeah I thought I'd throw that out there That's just one of the sentences I've got kind of written down that they fixed that
1: Another little gem hmm. to add in at the end there. Um, so Toby, any kind of closing comments on that? Particularly uh, the, you know, the the dribble touches in terms of the the extended distance for sprinting, things like that.
2: Uh, not in
1: particular. I think it's all kind of been covered. But a happy man so far.
2: Yeah, that was that's definitely
1: something I've been looking for for quite a while. Okay, Good. We'll, we'll give that four Tobys out of five <laughs> for that one. Right. <laughs> this has got a great theme to recur through this insider cards right now. Right, we'll move on to section two from your notes, Tom. Very detailed notes, Tom. You put a lot see, people think you don't put a lot of work into these events, but the things they say are so untrue. I'm full of surprises. Um, you are. Um Marking. Yeah. A whole section dedicated to marking in your notes, Tom, that it can only be a good thing. Yeah. Um they talked about it for a bit, so I had to write lots down. But um, that is
0: how note taking works. That's <laughs> how so, so it is, which just make, makes me <laughs> think they've obviously put some work in there. Um, I don't know. You run. You're you're supposed to be asking me questions, so.
1: Okay, so we've got improved run tracking, Tom.
0: Yeah. So hmm. basically, it's very very hard to explain without being a developer. But the way that players used to track runs was based on um. A single frame, so they'd make a decision, and then kind of what you could find would be um, you could find a player that was tracking a run, and then they would make an assumption based on a single frame of data that I don't need to mark him anymore because um, this other player is going to pick him up. So, as an example, the, one of the videos we saw was kind of play, sort of like on the right, if you like, coming coming back down on the right, and there was a there was a midfielder tracking a run with a, with another attacker on the left side. So not directly involved, but that's where they were tracking that run. And they kind of made a decision based on a single frame that said, ah, that center back is going to pick this guy up so I can drop off him and leave him. And then that player drops off the player attacking continues their run and the center back doesn't pick them up. And therefore, that player's left in loads of space, um, and you're kind of up against it. So now the decision making um, has been changed, and it's based on sort of they've had Nick described it was it's based on multiple frames. So I guess there's more points involved in that player's decision whether or not to drop their player. Um, but what you're going to kind of see is is um, people marking a bit tighter and staying with players a bit more um, rather than. Like dropping them off and leaving them in space, because you can kind of see that in the in the final third sometimes in FIFA 13, players that just kind of forget what they're supposed to be doing and give up a bit, whereas now they're going to stick with their man a bit more.
1: It, it's a very common annoyance of mine, um, particularly the man who's just left in acres of space yeah. when there are two or three defenders within who could pick him up. But I guess like I said, if they all make the assumption that someone oh, else he's, will, he's going to pick him up now, he's going to pick him up now, he's, no, he's going to pick him up, and they all just leave him. But uh, so now of, guess, you
0: should see someone point. kind of making him their man and staying with him.
1: And then I guess the other defenders play off that in terms of, okay, he's marked now, so I can pick up player X. Yeah, I mean, one of the things we were talking about, they didn't really go into loads and loads of detail,
0: but there was this idea of much more team-based defending, so the defence working together as much more of a unit. Um, and they were kind of pushing the idea of players... Um, Rather than being, one of the ways they described it was sometimes if you're defending, you feel a little bit isolated. So you are controlling a defender, maybe say your left back, and you're, um, you're putting pressure on, on that side of the pitch. But you're not really feeling that your centre-backs are kind of making any movement that will be of any use to you or really, really helping you in any way. So the idea is now that that, that, that the defence will work together as a bit more of a unit um, they're supposedly going to make much smarter decisions in terms of their positioning and where they're supposed to be, so they should, in theory, be much more useful to you when they are called into action. If
1: I mean, that's something, Toby, that you've talked about in the past, particularly about defensive shape and formations moving like across the <clears> pitch and uh, in a, based on the ball position. So, like Tom said, if you're pressing at left back in FIFA 13, your centre backs and your right back kind of hold the same sort of shape, even though they should shift into the play with you. Yeah. So that's yeah. sort of, I know that's something you've mentioned in the past as being, well, being quite a big big problem. Um, I think one one thing that's quite interesting about what
2: Tom's just been talking about is actually it's very similar to what was being talked about with attacking intelligence in that mm. in, in the past, the attacking runs were looked at as they just looked at the end point and then they didn't really look at what was going to happen in between and then FIFA 13 upgraded it to look at the whole run. We seem to be seeing a very similar thing here. So hopefully uh, similarly we'll get very... Notable improvement it's always hard to tell with ai when you're reading words or looking at presentation how much it will really mean but uh yeah i it's, mean it's making all the right noises i guess
0: yeah that's what i took away from a lot of today to be honest i mean it's really really hard when you're not able to play it but you're just kind of shown quite isolated examples but some of the the team pressing stuff was really really cool because you actually they showed an example of um defensive pressing but really really high up the pitch so you had an example where there was um there's quite a lot of space, but the defensive side were kind of holding the ball just outside, just inside their area, but sort of just not in their area. Sorry, their half towards the halfway line. So you can sort of picture there's quite a bit of space, and then typically you'd only have one player pressing the ball, so you'd have one player chasing the ball carrier and trying to put pressure on them. But then as they got clo- as that player got closer and started um, putting the pressure on there, you saw the other two players that were. Uh, supporting him starting to put pressure on the passing options. So they were closing down the passing options before the pass was able to be made, if that makes sense. So they were actually, the pressing was a lot higher and a lot more aggressive, it, which again sounds like it might potentially be a bit of a pain in the ass at some points,
1: but as long as it's kind of tuned correctly, it could be really, really cool. So, no, I think, I think that's a, that, that I know when you talk about high pressure, people immediately go, ah, when I say high pressure, it, it's just high up the pitch. Yeah, oh, you, and, yeah. You mean like advanced in yeah. terms of where it is on the pitch? But that's also the thing. Obviously, the thing with FIFA 13, when the, when you're passing the ball across the centre backs, it's not till the <clears> centre back receives the ball that another player will pressure makes him. action. So yeah, that's a, that's a great example because that's where you're seeing it. You're seeing them. You're seeing that
0: player that would receive the ball being closed down before they've received it. So you're seeing a little bit more aggression on
1: the defensive side. Yeah, I, I think,
0: think it's, it's,
1: it is. It looks very nice. It's almost like a, a reverse, like Toby said, of, of some of the attack intelligence in terms of it was the two players ahead system. Yeah. So when someone's on the ball, they're thinking, oh, even if I'm not going to get this pass, I could get this pass. So, the, so they're going to move, and it seems like this is almost like, oh, well, I mean, he's an option, so I should make sure I'm marking him before he becomes,
0: a, you know, the receiver. Yeah, before. so
1: I can see you're pressing this defender because you're controlling that player, but he could pass to him, so I'm going to pressure him. Yes, that's which exactly I hope in turn means. Is. The centre back will then go. Hang on a minute, he's pressuring me, so I might drop off a bit more. Yeah, and then this whole kind of
0: space, and then the whole thing just looks a little bit more natural altogether. together. And yeah, it was that. Was, that was actually one of the, the nicer, um, nicer demos we saw.
1: And, then, and yet, they haven't gone with defensive intelligence as the name. What I know, it? it's crazy. <laughs> they've gone. With te- they've called it teammate intelligence. Teammate right. intelligence. Yes. We couldn't have a feature like that without giving it a little snappy name. could we? <laughs> <laughs> No, you, I mean, what would they put on the slide that introduces it? there's nothing they could put um so that's all again sounding really positive Um, it's like you said almost a reverse of attack and intelligence but you know a slight under a slightly different name um the other things you've got here in your notes are a a tighter marking that you mentioned already more consistent run tracking like you said similar to attack and intelligence that they'll look at multiple points of the attacking run rather than just saying Oh, um, he's here. Uh, smarter defensive decisions as well. You've got, um, I guess, this, the other thing you kind of touched on. It might uh, be want to explain it more is the dynamic defensive pressure.
0: So that was kind of it. Was that the, what we were just talking about in terms of the how the defense pre- or not necessarily just the defense, but how the defending side pressures um, in terms of you know that you'll get more players evaluating where there needs to be pressure and then pressurizing. So there will be you know you're not just going to see the ball carrier being the the, the one focal point you'll see people sort of starting to mark space almost a little bit um which yeah it's all pretty exciting it's a
1: really important i mean the thing you just said there people marking space that is so key is something that fifa doesn't do now yeah unless you're doing it with your player um you know the person you're actually manually controlling on the pitch is at the moment that you have the intelligence to think i can position here to cut off a passing lane but when none of your teammates do it's no. incredibly frustrating so hopefully uh,
0: we'll start to see that kind of that kind of stuff shaping up
2: so
1: i mean this is this is interesting not only in terms of actually defending being better in general but in terms of the flow of the match in terms yeah. of the way fifa's going to play out because if all these things are kind of happening like i say you're going to get a more realistic sort of ebb and flow to the way attack versus defence works yeah um, and also you know the way you maintain possession in FIFA because if you've got people closing off personally actively, um, then um, it's going to change the way you kind of approach hopefully what become differing team styles, but there's no mention of that. So I won't, mm. won't throw it out there. Just no, no. That, that That is, that's the Holy grail. It's, any
0: case, um, it's only the first presentation.
1: So, so Toby, I mean, momentum physics and defensive improvements. <laughs> I mean, it's a good job. You're not on the booze tonight. Because, <laughs> that, hang on did i just hear a champagne cork <laughs> in the background it's prosecco uh, <laughs> uh, a cultured gentleman no less a cultured right well, i think that section gets five toby's out of five because i think <laughs> that's that's incredible um now tom on to the next section of your, of your notes um not to leave attacking intelligence behind necessarily no. um been some work. you know he aren't resting on their laurels with that either there's some pretty there's a few improvements to that too one of them which I quite like is checked runs Tom a new kind of run style yeah that's very
0: cool I mean in terms of the changes to attacking IO this was all we were kind of um shown was that there are three new sort of run styles so checked runs um look awesome uh they Best demonstrations shown were unfortunately. um, You may know the goal I'm about to talk about, Toby, but it was Defoe leaving Mertesacker for absolute dead. Um, That uh, sounds surprising to me. (laughs) How could that have (laughs) happened? Nick said a similar thing when he was in the presentation. He's like, imagine Mertesacker being left dead, but there you go. Um, So. You imagine like the, the the attackers team has got the ball, but the play is kind of settled, and the defence is stepping up, so the attackers will sort of step up back with them, and just sort of coax them enough to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going with you. Yeah, I'm not going to be, um, I'm not going to stray offside. I want to stay with you. I am going to stay with you. And then at the point the pass is made, snapping and making a very very short burst run, um back towards goal and picking up an awful lot of space with it. So yeah, they look very cool. Because you're able to kind of coax a defender with you and give them almost like a full sense of security and then I mean stumble and, back on yourself and
1: I mean one of the things that you said about the burst and and, and the distance, was there like a very noticeable distance between Metazaka and Defoe in that?
0: Kind, kind of example.
1: Of, of, fucking miles between those two, but because that's something um, FIFA 13 struggles with in terms of, like I say, when you make a run ahead of the defender. Well, the thing is, you got to remember at this point, the defender is still facing the other way, so
0: they've literally, as they're turning, they're seeing the attacker. Fucking all they're seeing is their ass, basically.
1: They're already, <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> they're already
1: well on their way. So. Um, and if and if and like I say, and if there are momentum improvements to one eighty degree turns. Yeah. And Mare Azaka's pace stat and agility stat. That should be a chasm. He might as well sit down. Yeah, he might as well just give up. Um, Toby, your thoughts on that? I mean, not not Metazaka, um, <laughs> Not Metazaka's turning circle, uh, the kind of check check runs. I mean, I know you were a big fan of attacking intelligence last year, and it's good that they're still that they're making some more sort of improvements.
2: I mean, it's great in general that AI as a whole is getting such high billing after year after year after year of it really not being touched at all. Uh, the, obviously, any kind of improvements and additions to the attacking behaviours is always going to be great because they do very much constrain what you can do uh, on your own as a player. If, you're, if your AI aren't going to do clever runs, then you can't really build clever attacks. So that's right, yeah, it's that's really great I to hear this kind saying.
0: of thing. One of the things Nick was sort of pushing was the idea that, yeah scoring goal is the the sort of final point of everything, but it should be fun and interesting to get to that point. So
1: that's yeah. promising, isn't it? That's nice little yeah way of them putting it. I'm sure Nick will appreciate that. Nick will appreciate that. Oh, I've got quite a lot of thought. Um there's a couple of other runs as well, yeah. Tom. One of this this one particularly I like uh um, yeah, you don't seen see this it, at so, all right honest. now. You don't see this at all in FIFA 13 right now, which is lateral runs. Runs when they like I say when the play's building up naturally, but runs across, across the
0: back nine. The back yeah, this again it looks really really nice. Um, the best examples, unfortunately, were real world ones because it's always fucking Robin van Persie or something. But yes, <laughs> um, you'd see as as an example, you know, you, the 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 play's coming in from one side and you've got your attacker and he is on the left of a centre back and he will actually run across that centre back and be on the right side of him when he receives the ball. So they're not actually like they're not you're not when you say like runs along the back line, they're not like sprinting from one edge of the defence to the other. It's more they're very short lateral runs, but they're they're enough to kind of make the defender second guess where you are and where you're going and it's kind of at that point if you put in another quick turn you can be round them. Um, quite neatly and it, it, it does look very sexy as a
1: I mean uh, as the, an the, addition to all the yeah. other
0: stuff it's kind of really cool
1: yeah I mean the one that springs to mind I mean I don't know you mentioned Van Persie there was no need to uh <laughs> which is uh Xavi Hernandez so for United again United's but in terms of him like getting across the front of the defender for those crosses that are whipped in especially close in mm. that's he he makes a living off tapping in those um, so it's, it's really good that they've um, they've added those in because uh, you don't really get you get a lot of good stuff in FIFA 13 like I say front to back, less so you know left to right across across defenders. So that's that's really really promising. Yeah. Um, and your final bullet point on which I guess um, it's not really a run. It's not a run. It kind of plays into the next section. Um, it does. Yeah. Kind of... That's why I put it at the bottom. Yeah, always I'm just... always thinking. Just leading in, you you just, I mean, these, these, if you, I wish people could see these notes. I mean, we will publish these notes eventually. That's (laughs) kind of the idea of how this works. I'll try and make (laughs) it a bit more readable, but yeah, yeah, you do need to do some, some, some grammar work, some (laughs) spell checking. I mean, there's a full stop there and no capital letter afterwards. It's like you don't even give a shit um but so this kind of plays into the next section which is called protect the ball another buzzword obviously um and we've got here which is backing into defenders and holding up play tom
0: yeah so the the protect the ball function will allow you to um i guess probably the best example of a use is definitely with long balls from the defense up to allow you to kind of back in um, to the player that's marking you and kind of spread yourself a little bit and put a bit of weight onto them and lean on them a bit. This is while the ball's in the air. Yeah. To then be able to, you know, maybe chest it down or, or bring into it. But it just allows you to put that little bit of physicality, a bit more interaction, which is something they're saying, you know, they, they pushed quite a bit last year in terms of like interaction between players. Um, and there's definitely going to be more of that with this. So yeah, that's how it works from a, well, how it, it sort of pitched, that it works from a, from an attacking point of view, is that you can now kind of you could use a target man a bit more because once you put the ball into the air, you can actually then sort of take control of them and start positioning them nicely to be able to control that ball when it comes down again. So,
1: I mean, again, this cool. a lot a lot of this stuff is sounding quite subtle, but that like and it's like you said, they actually having a target man that can be a target man because in FIFA 13, if you you know launch a ball towards a Drogba or a Ricky Lambert or whatever, you're still in this kind of fifty fifty aerial challenge roulette. Yeah. Whereas now, I mean, hopefully this is tied to um, like
0: physical attributes, and that bigger players like a drug, but will be able to make better use of it than like a Hernandez or someone quite slight. But um, obviously we only saw a little bit of it. But the idea is pretty cool. That, yeah, you can you can use the use a bit of muscle to push people around. Um, it sort of seemed like from a taking the function of it. Away from that example, as in a, a lobbed ball, it sort of seems like the counter to um, to push pull. Because it's as a as a defender, it's kind of your, or, well, not necessarily a defender, but it's it's a way of combating that. If someone's using push pull on you, it will
1: allow you to kind of throw your weight back into them a little bit. All oh, sounds very promising. I mean, Toby, any comments on that? That's quite a big. That's quite. Yeah, a, that's a, quite like I said, it sounds, sounds there, subtle, it? but it's quite a big change.
2: Uh, I personally, I've felt for quite a few years, I'm not quite sure when the change was made, but at some point in the last couple of years, the ability to take a ball down or just take a ball into yourself and not then have to deal, move to deal with the defender just disappeared completely. Yeah. Um. I think it's probably when the impact engine came in. It's
1: a FIFA 09. It's FIFA 09. You remember, you used to be able to hold R2. Yeah. And the
2: player and
1: would do this very crude well, you, you sh- shield and put the do on the
2: ball. That. Technically, it's just that at some point, in fact, when it was, it's when they added the 360 degree physicality. So the ability to kind of push someone else when they're on your side, Um, you could then no longer for some reason actually deal with someone coming in from behind. They can always just sort of bash through you. So what most people do now when you're launching the ball to your big guy is they'll just run into your back and it almost always will come out with one of you, you know, you getting the ball. Uh, it leaves you in the situation as an attacker where you're always having to use that first touch to turn or to pass or or to head. Um so I actually think this sounds really, really good. Uh you've also written down some quite interesting things in terms of the controls with the uh left this all being on the left trigger.
0: That's right. Um, so you, and the thing is you can yeah, sorry, not to interrupt, but you could yeah, it's it's on the left trigger, you don't need to um there's no other modifiers to it. And you actually also don't need to be in possession to do it. So, oh, that's very interesting. Okay. Yeah, you don't have to have possession
2: of the ball to do it, which is which. Is... I hope that doesn't allow people to sort of obstruct abusively, but that's
0: probably the only concern. Um, there were we did see a bit of it where you um, if you think like a loose ball and two players chasing it down, the one that was that little bit in front was able to kind of spread themselves a bit wider. And sort of put themselves out and hold it. So, you know, a good example would be like you could use it to shield the ball out of play if you wanted to. If it was going out for a for a goal kick and you wanted to make sure it did go out for a goal kick rather than letting them force you know regain possession, you could kind of use it to
1: shield that ball out and stuff, Um, which. I mean, it's it's something, Tom, we briefly touched on um, when we when we caught up for, 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 for 10 minutes earlier. Yeah. Is it like I when you've got that situation where you've got two attackers chasing the ball down, I mean, particularly a defender versus attacker, attacker who's much quicker. So say Defoe, <clears throat> Metazaka. Metazaka, even if he's slightly ahead in that race, by the time he's taken a touch in FIFA 13, Jermaine Defoe is probably going to take that ball. Yeah. or you know there's a good there's a very good chance that he's going to lose out because he'll take a touch and then the foe will kind of nip in and take it but if you've got in that situation where then you can use this left trigger to be a little bit clever and actually step across the foe and actually say Do you know what i'm not going to try and outrun you for the next touch no because i'm not I'm gonna, gonna i'm not gonna get no. there i'm just and gonna buy a, myself a yard to sort of clear the ball or, or, or you know deal with it one of the most
0: interesting examples we saw of it um was a very similar situation as in the, um, it was in midfield, but the, the the guy that was shielding the ball wasn't moving very quickly. They were moving quite slowly, and the guy that was coming in for the ball came in at quite a lot of speed. And you could just see the change as soon as they hit him, they were just like it was like a brick wall. They were just like they got him, and they were just like no, you, you can't get through that. You can't get round it. They would spread themselves really, really nicely. And what was really, really nice about it was they didn't actually have the ball at their feet. There was a little bit of space between them and the ball. And what they were doing was as they were kind of shielding. Away from the ball, they were just every so often, sort of every three or four steps, just touching the ball just a little bit, just to keep it within reach, just to keep it where they wanted it within their control. But they were still sort of moving around the ball, shielding the player. I mean, it looks awesome the way that they they kind of protect. It is exactly what it says. It's protecting the ball, and they're keeping the other players away from it whilst just about sort of keeping it within their reach. It looks it looks fucking awesome. But um, yeah, I can got- see where where you're where you're saying with that Toby in terms of. Not becoming something where you can just pull the left trigger and go into that mode and stop anyone yep. getting through you or past you.
2: Do you think, uh, does the left trigger work the same otherwise? Because I, I quite obsessively use the left trigger already to, you know, for the close control aspects. Is that all still kind of as is when <sighs> there's no one around you?
0: I don't know. That's what's difficult because one of the things I did ask Seb was kind of like how how far away can you initiate this? Like how, how far do you need, how close do you need to be to the ball to be able to drop into this? And he was kind of like, we're still tuning that stuff. So I, okay. I, I couldn't really say,
1: but I mean, ho- hopefully they'll do kind of similar to what they did with the kind of lateral dribbling, which is that it'll be contextual in terms yeah, of when you that, get... it, it definitely will be. It's kind of what
0: I think he was saying was that they hadn't quite got round. is like, can I do it when the ball is, you know, 15 yards away or,
1: it's a, it's another interesting, I think, like I said, we've given a couple of defensive examples, but I think in terms of attacking, is where you'll probably see this in better use, particularly when you play the what to a lone frontman who's got to buy that time to bring support into you. Yeah, you can't so to really give, do that to give, at the give the,
0: moment. The, 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 your, your team a chance to catch up with you. To be able to, yeah. that's where the animation I was just talking about looks really, really nice because they're kind of holding off just every so often, just putting their foot on the ball, just buying that time. It looks really, really nice.
1: Especially you know when the ball gets played in by the corner flag or something when you're on a when you're on a break or you know something where you're where you are isolated yeah and in FIFA 13 you there is particularly when you've got multiple defenders like one or two coming at you there isn't very much you can do to stop the inevitable tackle auto tackle you know coming in and taking the ball so that's that's really nice um I have a few notes here that you got so obviously a couple of your notes here you've got so you that you can turn like as you mentioned you can turn you can shift from left to right as you're protecting the ball yeah. Um, putting your body between the ball and the defender, which is really key. Uh, kind of Like I said, it's a counter to push-pull. Yeah, so um, you can you can use it
0: to kind of push. If someone's behind you and they're kind of put, using push-pull on you, you can use it to kind of fight back a little bit. Um, that was the impression we kind of got from it, so you could use it. I don't know how, how that will feel in terms of using, like, whether it will be sort of analogue on the left trigger, right? in terms of if you pull it down, you'll put loads of weight back, or if you pull it gently, you'll put a little bit of weight back. I don't really know, but... Um, it'd be nice if it was kind of that that delicate that you can kind of decide how much you're going to push back against but
1: yeah it's it's, it's, it's really interesting kind of stuff I, like, I really like the sound of the shielding stuff um it's like say like last year's sort of fight for possession was kind of an equal battle or a battle that would kind of allow attack, attackers to actually have a bit of an edge this mm. is kind of like you say, it's the the combat to that is to actually say, do you know what we can hold the ball up as well? Yeah. Um, some of this stuff, um, and also you've got here, uh, you've got a little note here at the bottom: midfield battles. So how would yeah? So that, the, that was
0: just the it way work? it was pitched. Was that it should create a little bit more because it's, it's not just for protecting the ball out of play and stuff like that, which is kind of hopefully not what I've given the impression it is, but it is a bit more just to you can use it for you know holding the ball up in midfield and kind of assessing your passing options and just sort of. You know it might be that you need to hold it for that split second whilst um someone makes a run past you and you can pass it into feet rather than trying to pass it forward to them and uh, there's lots of different sort of options you can use it in midfield so that was um the way that Nick pitched it was yeah, it should create more in the way of midfield battles so
1: I think that's it's an interesting point actually because the first thing that springs to mind that is when a center back's got the ball and you play it into a midfielder who's got his back. A goal again in FIFA 13, your only option is to kind of either pass straight back, yeah, or like Toby or said, take the, ball, or... take the ball straight away on the turn. You haven't got time to, to stop and hold and then try and even play it, you know, square or or look for another option. So, yeah, um, something which could have you know ramifications all over the pitch, hopefully. Um, I'm gonna give that three Tobys out of five because no, I no. can, I want to give it four. I see, yeah, but I sensed your concern about being able to spam it. Did you? Okay. No, uh, four. 3.5, th- Toby's out of
2: five.
1: 4.5. Oh, yeah, he's happy. He's, he's, ha- he's bloody hell. Second <laughs> bottle of Prosecco, open. <laughs> was it two for one in... Was it two for one? <laughs> Wait, sure. No. it. it... <laughs> you paid full price for two bottles. You know? Yeah, rebel. I mean, the rumours are true. <laughs> Right, on to the next section, Tom, which you've got titled Finishing. Um, we've also got some, some talk here of some new shot types. Yep. So, I mean, ball physics probably, I think we'd all describe as a strength of FIFA 13, um, certainly for the most part. you um, ain't seen nothing yet. We ain't seen, now that is a bold, bold claim. Um, OK, so let's start off at the top. We've got so we've got some new shot types here, Tom. So we've got what's called a pure strike, uh, a, an off-balance strike, a rushed strike, and a ball-in-feet strike.
0: So yeah, they were just the bullet few, points, I know, down in, in in hindsight after sort of digesting those. They're, um, they're kind of hard to explain as in what they are underneath those headers. Um, it's probably easier if we just move on past that because we sort of cover those afterwards.
1: So, so what you're saying is that your notes in this section haven't started that well. The, that, that in particular, those four descriptions. Okay. Um, yeah. Probably could have, probably could have keep, just dropped me a memo about that before I, you know, <laughs> could have done. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, what we've got. This is actually no. You, you're actually reading the second one. You're right, Tom. You are right. Uh, so, what we've got here is more animations to smooth shooting out.
0: Yeah. So, one of the things that we saw was um, a lot of examples that. FIFA 13 made use of in terms of shitty animations, if I'm honest, that they used to kind of correct the player being in the wrong place. So to make that actually make sense, if you decided at a certain point you wanted to shoot, but based on that player's body position, there wasn't a natural animation from there to to make that shot, they would kind of just adjust things, and it might mean holding you, so you kind of skated on your front foot a little bit, so like you you know if you think you draw your foot back for the shot and then skate forward a little bit to put you in the right place, they kind of did a lot of juggling in that respect to make things um almost look normal, but then they kind of didn't um because if when you saw it you kind of thought that looks ridiculous um so there's a lot of stuff that they kind of did with the animations to. Uh, in 1513 to, to make situations try and look smooth but in reality when you break them down they didn't so now basically they've just put some extra steps in that kind of allows players to set themselves for shooting a bit more so um, for example the starter step is one thing that looks really really cool but what you'll see is a player say um, particularly if they were running onto like a loose ball to take a first time shot if they're not if they're running in too fast and they're not quite You know, at a certain point before they get to the ball they're going to make an assessment and be like I'm not actually in a good position to hit this, so you'll get that very short, rather than continuing with long strides in their sprint, they'll kind of stutter a little bit to adjust their body shape and to adjust their foot positioning um, to be able to take the shot cleanly, so that animation is there now to make it look not shitty.
1: Um, I guess, yeah, I think I've seen that before myself like you say, when you're not completely out of position to take a shot because in fifa 13 you'll just take another step but yeah. if you're in that kind of gray area it kind of transports you to exactly. where you need to be that's exactly um it. and you get this kind of uh skating like this slide yeah so they've, like, started, like,
0: they've filled that gap now so there's some there's an animation as simple as it sounds there's an animation in there that will allow it to look nice um
1: excellent Just so cool. kind of so better player adjustment so this is kind of like say adjusting their feet so that yeah so that's part of
0: it so it's making sure that when you approach the ball to take a shot you're you're set as well as you can be to strike it so. but
1: then we've also got here off balance and rushed shot types so, so i guess there will be times when you're not set yeah and the the, the rushed like ball in feet shots look really really cool
0: um there's a good example uh, well back shot but I can't remember what game it was in it didn't actually go in it was saved on the line But it
1: was well back. it didn't um, go in
0: yeah <laughs> but it was kind of if you imagine that, if you imagine that you, you're, both of your feet are very very close to each other and you still try and make a shot so you haven't actually got the time to pull back and swing through the ball if you're just kind of snapping almost just with the bottom half of your leg just from your knee downwards just kind of snapping at the ball because it's already underneath you when you're trying to kick it There's some stuff in there for that now. So you'll see players like kind of almost like describe this ball under your feet. It's literally under your feet as you try and hit it. But you're able to kind of there's the the animation is now there to to make that stuff happen. So you might now be able to get a shot off and it might go in, but it might not. Obviously, you won't get much power behind it um, and almost probably no accuracy. But it's kind of like if you're caught with the ball at your feet and you think well there's nothing else I can do I can't bring it down I can't control it I can't pass it there's nothing else I can do apart from snap a shot off you've now got the the ability to snap that shot off and and see what happens Um, and they look pretty cool I mean you'd only use it if you were completely panicking and you had no other options but it's nice it's there
1: yeah, I think it's like say when you get caught in that, like say when you get caught in that panic situation, there's now something natural that will happen, not some like you say some weird thing. That yeah, will... you know, ball falls to your feet, busy six yard boxes, no one knows where it's going, everyone's kind of lost track of the ball, and you kind of like just, just you can just snap a shot. Um, I mean, um, we did we kind of saw the start of this in FIFA 13. They started doing off balance shots and sort of, sort of that sort of stuff. So this kind of sounds like the next step up, sort of mm-hmm. Toby, doesn't it? Sort of the next the next kind of evolution of this
2: yeah, off balance shot. Yeah, it, it it's kind of natural, I guess. It's very difficult to actually make it all work well when you have the idea of this ball, which is an independent in- entity of all the animations, to get it all coming together well. Um, and I suppose bit by bit they're just building up and building up that to get it working one hundred percent properly in terms of you know the player biomechanics and mm. the ball physics
0: and just how um, it looks. You know, it's one of those things where you look at it and you think, oh, that looks a lot more natural than when they just slide you forward a foot. <laughs> <laughs>
1: of ten yards, yeah. just kind of sliding. Um, so I mean, that's really cool. I mean, this sort of like again, it sounds really subtle, but like I say it's really key because it's that it's that gap between something looking realistic and not, and losing that immersion just for that split that's second. That's
0: exactly what it is. It's, it's that not looking at it and thinking that looks fucking stupid,
1: and and literally like you say, being removed from it and thinking, oh, it's, it is a game. It is a game. because yeah. it did that. Um. Now, at the top of this sort of section, Tom, you promised us you ain't seen nothing yet with ball physics. Um, So let's move on to that. So what we've got here is, uh, oh, no, we haven't. We haven't. No, not yet, Tom. Not yet. (laughs) This is something we discussed earlier. And I want to make sure we cover this because actually this bit I actually think is more. Oh, yeah, you've skipped over a point. This is incredibly key and i think again one of those things this is all sounding really subtle this one i think could have huge impact which is that you now you can run around the ball to get a better shooting position this... so you're not locked straight on
0: yeah i did it did it when i explained it to you earlier did it make sense
1: yes because it's really
0: fucking hard to explain but basically you can now arc your run around the ball so um, let's say you're coming into the box at a certain angle and as I was explaining it to you, you've got the ball traveling in a straight line and your player will be typically traveling in a straight line behind that ball. So they're kind of coming in at exactly the same angle as it. Well, now you can you can leave the ball on that path and then kind of cut your run out and back into it. So you can arc, but then what happens is at that point when you approach the ball, you're set in a much better position to shoot or you can, you're certainly from like, from an angle point of view you're coming at it from a nicer angle so you can um, your your shot will hopefully go in um, and it also
1: works for crosses as well so you can yeah, run so you'll see ball.
0: players if they've got space down the wing you'll see them kind of put the ball out in front of them a little bit and then take that sort of sweeping run round and then they're almost like not approaching the ball you know at 90 degrees as in putting it into the box but they're kind of coming in at maybe like 45 degrees rather than just kind of Swiping at it from the right hand to the well, I'm thinking from one side, but from the right hand to the left, they're actually coming in and almost like having i mean you think in terms of like vision and stuff it'd give you a much
1: clearer um view of where oh, yeah. you're putting the ball um the the real sort of plus of this that I actually imagine is actually not necessarily when you're dribbling, but when you know when you're in the box or something happens on one side the, and the ball kind of breaks loose at a kind of a random angle, and you've got somebody coming from the edge of the box to 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 go into that ball. Now if the ball breaks like diagonally away from you, in FIFA 13, like you say, you run in a straight line towards the ball, yeah. which to shoot back across goal puts you in an almost impossible position to do anything good. Your player probably falls over. Good when you know when they cut back or you know, do a hundred and eighty degree shot on themselves, they, they tend to kind of fall over or stop yeah, yeah. But if you could like I say, if you could arc around that and get even just like I say forty five degrees better angle, you could you know, there's a lot more it's potential cleaner, there. To, it's a
0: cleaner shot, isn't it?
1: Yeah, to get a better shot away or to get a better pass away or, you know, a better cross away. Um again, it's so really subtle, but I think that that's really stood out for me as as um
0: when Something you see it, it does look very, changer. very cool. It actually, the, the crosses look cooler, like in terms of what like with a player that's got space putting that, just putting like putting the ball like I want it there because that's where I'm gonna I'm gonna kick it from. But actually, I'm gonna go this way and arc round, and I'm gonna come in and approach it from this angle. It's um, that it looks really, really nice.
1: I I can imagine that with crosses because if you've got you know like a winger running in parallel to like the 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 edge line. of the pitch, the touchline, yeah completely parallel, you know, a couple of yards in, running straight towards the, you know, the corner flag or sort of the, the the kind of the the end of the pitch. Yeah. When you cross in FIFA 13, they cross, like you say, from 90 degrees every time because they're always 100% yeah. straight behind the ball, whereas you can't... You don't never feel like you can get that kind of whipped cross because <clears> you're always kind of almost always cutting it back. Do you see yeah, what I mean? so hopefully you, you might see a little bit
0: more swing on them now because... Of the way that players will be able to approach them.
1: You might be able to see a little bit more. To run around the ball and kind of whip it in yeah. rather than just pulling it back all the time or, you know, something like that. so that sounds good. And also, your last note in this section outside of the foot shots, sexy.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just showed us a couple of outside of the foot shots that looked fucking awesome. It was just. Because we have had of outside of the, the footage foot- and it, you know, it was one of those things where. Was, I think this actually came more into what we're just about to start talking about, but there was a couple of outside the foot shots that. Sort of hit that waist height and then dipped really, really fast.
2: And they just looked so nice. How many Tobys have we given this? <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. Four, three. They're they're all just sounding the same to me now. Um, just to ask a quick question on this arcing the runs, Tom. Yeah. Do you know how that's done uh, in terms no, of
0: the it's supposed to be contextual? No I think, but um, okay. It, I, I got the impression it wasn't because obviously the difficulty there is. Uh,
2: you're aiming it with your analog stick
0: yeah and yeah you know if because at that point if you you wouldn't want it to be where you're almost released from the ball
2: yeah because i mean you can try and do that you would end up
0: just fucking darting off the pitch
2: yeah you can sort of do it with super cancel already but it never really quite works yeah yeah. this
0: looked a lot nicer in terms of it looked very very natural which makes me think that there's a lot more control from the game side of things.
2: Yeah, I think it will
0: have to make sense.
1: That... It's kind of like you know uh, with the precision precision dribble changes last year, in that you know you could kind of move around to the side of the ball a bit, and it was kind of contextual. So like I say when they know that the ball's away from them at a shit angle, they'll kind of move around it in a similar kind of contextual way. Because what you don't want to do is moving around shot, moving around to the side of shots that you want to hit straight, because that's when it becomes annoying. Like,
0: yeah. I mean we were only shown the these sort of closed examples so whether that like obviously uh, it's going to happen if you're cut, if you're approaching the goal from a from a certain range of angles I suppose it you'd look at that and go yeah this would be useful to arc a run now because I'm going to set myself in a better shooting position whereas if you're approaching the goal dead on you don't need it so um I I'm assuming based on those kind of things that it's just contextual and it's just going to kick in when you need it
1: or then again, um, it makes sense I mean, we were talking about these things in isolation, but the, I mean, this this could be quite interesting with the 360-degree sprinting. So when you're sprinting onto yeah. shots, so 360 degrees moving around the ball could be quite interesting um, to see how those two fit together. So I'm going to give that three Tobys out of five. <laughs> uh, I, I sense a little bit of of, of, of angst uh, in there in there. Um, particularly about how that's controlled. But hopefully, like say if it's contextual, yeah, they always tend to tweak it right to the last minute, stuff like that, you know, in mm. terms of distances of when stuff kicks in. So, yeah. right, now, I mean, we were misled at the start of the session because you promised us new ball physics, but there's, there's a, a, a specific ball physics section in your notes, Tom. And one of the things I am really pleased about, um, we'll get to in a second, but um, sort of, do you want to talk a little bit, Tom, about the kind of new trajectories of the ball, ball flight options we've got here?
0: Yeah, so they... I guess it's a bit of an admission in that they're kind of saying we know it wasn't that good before, but they're... I
1: thought it was though. I thought Fifa well, Thirteen is pretty
0: good. It's pretty good, but then if you you look at the new stuff, you think well it could have always been better. Um, Toby, this is something. The reason I actually wrote this down because I thought of you immediately when they when they said it. Because um, I think you may need to be getting on the phone to your lawyers about some sort of article you wrote called "Making Football." Um, <laughs> it, it seems like they may have cut and pasted your physics into. No, it. I
2: don't think so. I'm sure. I... Like, I think they do most of the stuff. Mine does, and they're adding some more stuff. Toby,
1: here, I joke, don't I don't do yourself down. I'm going to contact the lawyers. We'll stop. We'll get this shit stopped. All right. Um, but... 14 will not happen. I'm not on my watch. <laughs> Something that you
0: yeah, hopefully will be right. able to explain better than, um, than I could is the fact that they basically were saying in, in FIFA 13 the drag on the ball was wrong and the acceleration mm. they had on that drag was very linear rather than curved. Does that, is that English to you?
2: Uh, I mean, drag is, I'm not a a mechanic or an engineer, but drag is really, really, really complicated. It can sort of be estimated as a roughly constant effect. And, you know, kind of like gravity is a constant effect in terms of the force it applies to something in certain situations at quite high speeds. I think the the main deviation between fifa and reality would have been at the lower speeds i think uh where drag does change i'm not entirely sure how but it's it certainly this this is an obvious uh, improvement to uh, how realistic it is how noticeable it will be i'm not sure uh I guess have to wait and see. It will probably make things look a little bit more genuine, but it it sh- I would imagine it's a fairly small difference uh, in terms of what it, it will it will look like.
0: So the thing that that did really look different in the test bed comparisons between thirteen and fourteen was um, the spin on the ball. There was fucking loads more spin on the ball with what seemed to be fairly sort of similar shots. Um, there was just you know you'd get a shot in 13 would have like a almost like the ball would spin like a quarter of a turn and then kind of plateau and just kind of stay steady and then maybe pick up a little bit more movement um, after it kind of had a quite a smooth run of not spinning and now it's just spinning the whole way you get like the, 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 one of the things I put on the notes was the flight paths, as they describe it for the ball, is that it can, like the turbulent flight path, for example, is you know you, you'll occasionally see an example of a free kick that you kind of think that didn't really follow the laws of physics, but you know you've just so, seen it, so you'll see something hit so hard that picks up like it, it it rises slowly and then as it's approaching the goal, it just picks up that little. Whip of just out of nowhere, almost it just picks up a little whip of spin and that kind of pulls it away from the keeper. But, um, that kind of stuff uh,
1: is it? Are we talking, you know, kind of the way that um Ronaldo strikes the ball when he you know tries to hit it dead center so that it kind of almost moves left then right? Yeah, like a little exact, bit. That Roberto, would be how I'd describe the turbulent flight, a bit path. Roberto Carlos style exactly that. Yeah, yeah. It, just,
0: it just moves in a way that you think, well, that's it's, it's not a straight line, yeah. Um, then the Other um, types would be low rising, so something that's hit very, very hard and maybe maintains a certain amount of um, distance along the ground and then slowly picks up a little bit of lift as it approaches the goal. So maybe by the time it's actually hit the net, it's sort of halfway up, maybe like waist height, but as it left, it's sort of had a good run across the ground, so it picks up a very slow rise. Um, And then the opposite of that, which would be shots that dip, so you can see much more... natural looking dip on shots that have risen and then kind of pulled themselves back down Um, I guess the the thing is that this the the spin on the ball now just makes everything look a little bit more natural and the fact that it opens up these other bits where the ball can move around so much more, you know, it's great adds a bit of variety, definitely going to cause some problems with goalkeeper AI but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: that that's this is good though because we're talking about you know, like you say, variation things which are organic, you know. So if you like you say, you know, when I mean, I think there was quite a good example um, in the United game. I can't remember it shot which kind of moved left to right, and the keeper kind of dive but saved it with his feet. Um, fairly recently, I remember watching it. I can't really remember which game it was exactly, but it was one of those ones where it looks like it's going right, you know, it looks like it's going right, and then suddenly it just kind of shifts a bit left mm. because the goalkeeper's already moved. He then ends up saving it, you know, with his knee. or Yeah, you know, rather he than would have where caught he it.
0: thought he would catch it, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you're just kind of getting a bit more variation, a bit more organic sort of flow through. I like the the sound, of, I know they've got quite generic titles, but the sounds of the three new shot types, low-rising. The turbulence, turbulence look
0: wicked. Hopefully they won't sort of be all the time, and hopefully you maybe just see them a bit more from like dead ball situations, but they do look um, wicked when it takes it. it takes
1: a certain path and then just deviates a little bit. It's, it's all about, like I say, it's building these layers on top of ball physics, and mm. it's really, really, really quite exciting, actually. Um, and one of the things as well that you've got kind of just a little bit lower down in your notes is um, one thing which it kind of, when you've, you've written this down and you kind of read it, and you think, oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of obvious. But it's not until you think about it that you actually think, actually, this is, why have they never done this? Which is curling lofted through balls. So because this... in FIFA 13, they're all straight. They're all dead straight.
0: This is another thing that looks kind of really, really cool um, if you see it from the right angle. So, I don't know, imagine like a a right-back playing a, a lofted through ball with his left foot. If you imagine how that would curve into the path of a um, an attacker chasing it down. That's the kind of stuff we were, we were showing. Is that as, you, know, you, can, you can wallop a through ball. As you say, until you really think about it, you're like, oh, I haven't really noticed that they're actually always in a dead straight line. But now that... Um, because there's that much more ball movement in
1: the air, you can now put these sort of like curled through balls in. Which um, I mean that itself opens up endless possibilities. It's because cool. like I say it's not until you think about it, you think actually every single through ball in FIFA is dead straight yeah. into space. How re- not only how weird is that and kind of mental, but how restrictive is that in terms of where you can put the ball? It's kind of kind of weird that we've kind of you know. Accepted that as okay for so long. Do mm. you know what I mean? It's kind of one of those, you know, weird things. As soon as you shine a light on it, you actually think, "Well, that should have been, yeah, that should have been sorted a while ago." Um, not that it's not good that they are sorting it, but you know, no, just... no, 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 you mean? No. So, I mean, now that we know that they've stolen making football, Toby. I mean, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Well, uh, I'll, just, I'll tell you what. Episode to... episode three is going to have to be shit hot. <laughs> <laughs> My advanced, of advanced, or advanced advanced physics.
2: Advanced advance, yeah, maybe. No, uh, I I don't know what what the next one will be. I'm still sort of thinking about it, but uh, it should be the next Friday. Um, and I, I will have to respond roof? to the
1: blatant plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> respond in the only way you know how. <laughs> Cutting wit. Um, and, and I'd just also like to take this opportunity to just say how much I love making football. Um, it's it's my favourite thing on the site, and that includes all of Tom's stuff. Um,
2: well, that's so. obvious, but what about your stuff?
1: Um, nah, it, well, yeah, mine's second, Tom's third. I'd have thought. Be, uh, that's how I rank them as well. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. And yet, the listeners, for some reason, all love Tom. I don't know why. I think it's that Cockney, wide boy charm. <laughs> Cockney, I'm from Surrey, you can't you can yeah of course you are <laughs> he's from the east end wide point right <laughs> anyway so ball physics i'm going to give up where well, i would have given it five toby's out of five but because of the plagiarism thing maybe four <laughs> i think it's a bit angry about that um so and by the way when i imagine these in my head like you know you imagine like stars i imagine toby, toby juggs
0: oh, no, toby, toby, to-
1: toby jugs you know the toby kind of classic toby jugs mm. i'm imagining those um Right. So that's, um, I mean, ball physics, like I said, something that I didn't think necessarily needed fixing or improving. But EA yeah, again showing that they do care about kind of the fundamentals, um, of, of, you know, improving everything is so obviously these ball physics will hopefully affect passing. Uh, we've talked a lot about shooting, um, but hopefully they'll affect crossing, passing. I mean, can you imagine getting like a turbulent cross? That'd be quite <laughs> interesting.
0: The thing I think we did miss is that, um, because of the way they've changed a few things, you can actually hit the ball a lot harder. I don't know that, what that it was just... that was stopping it before or where the sort of you know, the the limits or thresholds were, but that was one of the things they said which you can now hit it a lot harder. So Do
1: you know why I'm pleased about that? Because in FIFA World Cup twenty ten, I mean I I go on about it quite a lot, um it's my favourite FIFA game, in case you hadn't noticed. Um <laughs> you could hit the ball fucking hard in that game. And when you did hit it hard and it stayed hit and it went in, it was amazing. So I'm glad. And now I, what I hope that means is in terms of ball can be hit harder. I don't mean that just you can hit it harder in general. I mean, I hope they've opened up, like you say, the minimum and maximum. Yeah. Bang, yeah. Because then you've got more, again, you've got more variation in that tap of a button to a fully held power bar. Um, to give you a lot more variation in pace as well as swerve, you know, and all these other things we've been talking about. So hopefully that's another good, good sign. Um, <laughs> yeah. So four out of five Toby's on that. Station. Um, Tom, something which we... I mean, you've you have separated it deliberately because it does require quite a lot of explaining. Um, kind of plugs into the defensive stuff we've already discussed, but you've kind of put, pulled it out separately, which I think is a good thing because it is quite... When you explained it to me first on the phone earlier, I was like, what the fuck is Tom talking about? Uh, so we've got something here, Tom, called second chance tackles. Yeah. Good luck, my friend. Good luck with this one. Right. So, typically,
0: um, you could commit yourself with the new-ish tackling system, um, you could press the tackle button at the wrong time, and and you'd put a foot in, and it wouldn't be where you wanted it to be, and then you'd be fucked, and that would be that. So now there is a very small window um, after. I'm assuming it's just just after because the way it's described to us. But once you've put that first foot in, you can then actually bring the other foot round. That this is where it gets hard to describe. So, like I said, good luck. Yeah. Um, the easiest way is if you think of two players kind of running alongside each other, um, and you, as a defender, might put your right foot in with the tackle button to try and get the ball. If that missed, you could then push the tackle button a second time and kind of swoop around with your left foot. So you've already committed your right foot, but you can then bring your left foot into play.
1: And... So you kind of stepped across them with your right.
0: Yeah, and then you're then correcting yourself. Slide tackling with
1: your left around. Not slide yeah. tackling,
0: it's still standing, but it's more, you're kind of just bringing, you're, you're, but at, between the, those two actions, you're kind of changing your body shape to kind of be able to use your other foot to tackle as well. It's really, really hard to describe. Um But basically, what it does is exactly. But what it does is it gives you a second bite at a tackle if you miss it the first time. But so it's a very very small window that would allow you to kind of stick both feet in, which again sounds ridiculous, but it does actually. When you see it, it
1: doesn't look stupid. The way I kind of imagined it after you told me is if you had like a left back who's playing at left back, (laughs) as the case (laughs) probably normally is. it's left back. Um, and you had a defender running at you kind of a lot c- closer to the think closer to the left touch line. So your left foot and he's left footed as well. So, and he's kind of running straight at you and he dives in with his left foot as if the player was going to go down the line.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: But the player cuts inside. Then so you, you could then use your, right, stick foot a little your right, bit. right foot out to try and flick the ball away. That's pretty close to what it is. Yeah. Is that, That's... So, is that kind of where we're yeah, at yeah. a little bit? Yeah. Okay. But you can't, You can't spam this, can you?
0: No, so this is one of the things I kind of um, spoke to Seb about and he said they are still kind of tuning it so that you can't just keep battering the tackle button and then that will put you in the right place at the right time with both because obviously at the point where the second one kicks in it still needs to have a chance of taking the ball. So they're trying to make it so that you can't just sort of always use the second tackle to get the ball, if that makes sense.
1: Because I guess what you need is that you need to be able to miss with both. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Okay, so that's kind of an interesting, very, I mean, I I don't envy the the task there of explaining that without footage. Um, Hopefully we will get something soon so we can actually show you what what that looks like. Um, Because that is pretty complex. And I guess, like you say, it's such a small window.
2: um, It is a very, very,
1: very narrow window, yeah. That you'll get to actually initiate one of these. As you see on the test bed, you can kind of see there.
0: It shows you what like gap you've got in terms of opportunity. It's like literally a split second. It's
1: a very. It's it's almost like a QTE. And so. and you know and also when we spoke on the phone earlier, this was the first thing you told me. I mean, you could have started with anything easier than that to explain to me. And you started with this. <laughs> I thought if I do this one and he gets it, then I was plain sailing from here. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it, so it was good that we moved on quickly. Yeah. Um, right now, we're going to shift away from gameplay a little bit now, um, which is which is uh, something I, again I mentioned to you earlier, which is kind of odd because FIFA, new FIFA announcements over the years historically, the first whack is always gameplay, 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 gameplay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we have actually got some some information on skill games and also career mode um which is I'm actually uh scared and happy that they feel free enough to get career mode stuff out there this early because that's a sign of confidence, great confidence to me um and it also ticks a big thing off our FIFA fourteen wish list, <laughs> which is happy days it's almost like it's almost like they read the site almost um but we'll start with skill games anyway, Tom so. Do you want to give a, an overview of this of skill? Because skill games, I think we all agree, a really a really nice feature from FIFA yeah, 30. Yeah, positive addition. Doesn't necessarily change the world in in terms of gameplay and things like that, but it's a, no, it was a nice addition.
0: Can you imagine loading up a FIFA game and being in the arena now instead of being in in a skill game?
1: I mean, the question I'll ask you before, so before a match, you get this, you know, after you've chosen your team and you hit go, and you get the loading period when you're into a skill game. Now that you've got to a point now, so we're several months into FIFA, and you've completed most of the ones that you're going to complete, so you're probably only getting the same Not few games recycling now. Would you rather be in the arena pre-match? Toby? No.
2: Um, well, I mean, I mostly play online, so I am in the arena pre-match. Anyway. Right. Always um, complicated. <laughs> I always kind of think I would probably prefer to be
1: doing a skill game. I don't know. You don't have time to do them. Really. So, Tom, you'd rather be in skill game, yeah?
0: Yeah, I I don't often um, skip them anymore. I always have a little play around, even once the press start bits come up. Especially if it's the one with the bins. I like that one.
1: Yeah. See, I I always see the one I keep getting. I think it's because I keep getting it because I haven't completed the gold standard yet. Is the chip in the ball manual over the wall? Over the boxes no over the, the the tennis game oh right yeah and that one annoys me and I get it a lot because I haven't done it yet I should just do it then I'll stop getting it shouldn't I that's yeah. what's a sensible thing to do isn't it okay alright or you can wait for FIFA 14 because they've changed them slightly right so come oh. on then Tom explain
0: well I can't because the existing ones all they've said is they're refining them so I don't know what the fuck that means <laughs> but I think it means they'll be a little bit different but sort of the same
1: okay do you wanna so However, but there are three there are three new ones. There are three new ones as well. That, so Well we say three new ones, three new ones that you saw on the day. That's not that yeah. like, there'll only be three. But they did say there are three new ones, which made me think
0: maybe there will just be three new ones. Okay. Um,
1: Do you wanna so the first one, Tom? Uh one touch passing across cones. Yeah, this is really cool actually.
0: Um you got <laughs> a couple of players. You imagine a line of cones. And then if you imagine players kind of zigzagging themselves up the pitch, making little single one-touch passes between. So you're at a point, you make a pass slightly forward at an angle to a pl- through a set of cones to a player. And then you've got to sprint forward to be able to receive his pass forward at a little zigzag. And yep. then he's right. then sprinting forward to receive your pass at a zigzag. Kind of-
2: I remember
1: that. St. Nick's under-11s. <laughs> so that's in there. Um, you've also got a 7-versus-4 one-touch passing grid, which I guess so, is similar to the skill game the, where you've got a couple of defenders one. chasing
0: you down. Yeah, it's similar to that, but now you've got 7-versus-4 defenders, which makes it kind of much harder, I think, because four defenders, even if they do kind of keep their shape a bit, that's that's pretty tough. Um if that's manual, that's going to be a bastard.
1: And also, well, I guess it will be manual when you get to kind of gold or, you know, um, to the gold standard. Yeah. Um, but this one, the last one, sounds it sounds amazing. It sounds like my dream. It looks really loose, got... actually, when you see it. It's just like... but you've got loads of balls lined up and you strike them all one by one. Yeah, what... so it's just like literally across the pitch. Not
0: necessarily on the line of the area, but maybe a little bit further back. But they're all in a completely straight line across the pitch. And you could just... March up to each one, one by one. They're probably about, you know, maybe three foot apart. And you could just walk up, strike, walk up, strike. You said it was quite difficult to get to the point where there's more than one ball on the pitch, but they've managed to do it. So um, that,
1: was one, that was one thing I was going to say, because one thing we've never seen, even in any of these skill games, is multiple footballs.
0: Yeah, you know, Seb did mention that when he sort of, when they demonstrated. He said we, that's might have been a bit of a hurdle, but it's in, they've managed to do it. So, like, you will get to the point where, like, one,
1: your your previous shot might be rolling back across you as you're taking the next one. Very nice. That also opens up, kind of, that itself opens up quite a lot of scope for new skill games.
0: Yeah, I did ask
1: we, we, multiple footballs.
0: if we could have the tools to make our own. And he looked at me as if to say, <laughs> "What the fuck you know, are you asking me things like that? You know I can't answer it, but...
1: Well, that was because <laughs> when, we were, when we were in Canada last year, I was. this is also something I was going to ask. when we were in Canada last year, we sat and spoke to Aaron McCarty for quite a lot, and he said that the editor for this is is incredibly powerful. Literally, you can... Well, he made it sound know. like it was a really easy use, like to use tool set, <laughs> so you could just did, take
0: but, the bits and pieces that they'd built, and then you could chuck anything in there based yeah, on dimensions. Yeah, he said basically, and...
1: like, you know, if you had the texture for it, you could pop an elephant in there. You know, you know, literally anything. It's almost like Little Big Planet FIFA. Sort exactly, of. yeah. That's how we described it. This, That's how we described it. But obviously, this is Aaron. I'm a developer, coder, genius, McCarty, who it would be easy for him, but not for such simpletons as us. So I imagine Toby could do it piss easy as well. Um, I'd have thought. Um, and so there was no mention of a kind of editor so that we could build our own skill game? No, and I asked and they still said
0: no. So that's not going to mm. happen, I don't think.
1: Did they say no, as in EA doesn't comment on rumour and speculation, no? Or no, as in no? Yeah,
0: it was a pretty firm no. Mm, Okay. Um, Don't get your
1: hopes up on that one. So, Toby, as somebody who plays quite a lot online, then, your interest in skill games is zero.
2: (laughs) Yeah, pr- almost zero. I occasionally use them to sort of warm up. To be honest, I was using them yesterday to, <laughs> to, to warm up my shooting. <laughs> well, the thing is, on manual, I know you're, you don't ma- you don't do manual because you're a bit pathetic. But oh,
1: on semi manual, spun you that really on manual, you have to really get
2: your eye in. The
1: semi so, is the connoisseur's manual. That's semi <laughs> is.
2: the... Hmm. But yeah, I was warming my shooting up because it hadn't been too good, so I was just practicing my shooting on the manual on some of the manual shooting skill games. Other than that, Which I find them a the bit one where sort they're of
0: putting the crosses in and you're hitting volleys. Uh, like no,
2: I was using the final uh, advanced shooting one where you get lots of different scenarios against a keeper and a couple of defenders.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, with, I uh, with mean, manual yeah. shooting. Yeah, I like that one. It's good. Yeah. So, good for watching.
2: Yeah. that's what they're there for in my mind. Training. I do a little montage thing and then
1: I'm ready to play. <laughs> I'm picturing the Rocky music in the back of my mind. but... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay so based on a lack of interest that gets one toby out of five um skill games now this i mean talk about gameplay um i mean uh we know skill games actually we have the impact engine to thank for skill games because the ability to add elephants uh mass elephants (laughs) to fifa's engine came as part of the impact engine some of the physics work went into that so but that's kind of tied to gameplay loosely. So you you might have expected them to mention it. Uh, something you wouldn't expect them to mention this early, Tom, is career mode. This is kind of, this is a first for this time of the year to be talking about career mode.
0: It is a bit. Yeah.
1: But they did. And it's very promising as well, Tom. Um, uh, one of the yeah. things that was on the FIFA insider FIFA 14 wishlist, no less, uh, which is a brand new career mode user interface. Um, exists Tom yeah um, it looks
0: pretty fucking nice Um, there's no way around it to be honest it looks really really nice Um, it is still mock art like we didn't actually get to see it in motion we just saw screenshots of what they want it to look like or what it looks like at the moment maybe but um, it's all sort of plastered with not final shit all over it but um, how it is looks really, really cool. Uh, it's taken a massive lead from um, Ultimate Team by the looks of things, in terms of the tiled interface, and then you've got your tabs across the top, so navigation and stuff is going to be a lot smoother. Um, it, yeah, just, it looks a bit sexy.
1: There's not really any other way to say it. I mean, it was, I mean, to say that it's part of our FIFA 14 wish list is kind of, there are obviously a lot of things a bigger priority than just a reskin of a of a mode but career mode has looked the same now for what three years um maybe even four five if you kind of take them loosely as the kind of disaster that was fifa 10 um so manager mode which is horrendous um I and mean, then they kind of got sort of a visual bump up for 11 and then again for 12 but 13 and 12 ugh, not much difference to be honest between the two so yeah. this is hugely promising. It's something I really wanted because I'm fed up of looking at the generic crowd images. Um, no, it's a, it's a bit of an overhaul. Yeah. So it's really good news, actually. Um, something else they touched on, Tom, I mean, I mean, I said they'd mentioned career mode early, which is great. They are fairly scarce on details at the moment. Um, but we've got a more authentic scouting system.
0: Yes. Um, which... We don't <laughs> don't really go into an awful lot of detail about how it works, but it's just sort of the idea that you can. I think I think it feels more natural in that you you're not really sort of just going in and at the outset going I want X. You're kind of um, in terms of like attributes and stuff. Now you it's a little bit more. Um, the way you described it was using a bit more sort of like English phrases, which I suppose as he's Argentinian, he might use that but well, I, his point was kind of that you would maybe go to your scout and say, I want a fast striker or I want a a, a tall centre back um, and then from there they'll kind of go and start using that information to to look for players and then they'll come back to you and from the, the short list almost that they'll bring back to you, you can then sort of start drilling down into that short list of players he explains it much better in the interview I've done with him than I could ever hope to.
1: So one thing you said to me earlier was that if you kind of pumped into this scouting system, I want a fast winger, it would bring you back, say, 20 players who were quick wingers. But then if you also said, but I also want them to be, have high crossing stat, yeah, it would then filter again. At each again.
0: stage, you're kind of giving it a little bit more detail, and then it's kind of filtering out players and
1: I mean, are we talking here in terms of scouting of just the youth system or players, like, as in known players in the database? You can now scout
0: anyone in the database.
1: Tom, you've just made my evening. Thought you might like that. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Something I asked for, or or, I say asked for, or, or wrote about about a year ago, 18 months ago probably, is that you should be able to scout anyone in the database. I appreciate I would like a top striker, you're gonna get messy back. I appreciate that. That's yeah. fine.
0: <laughs> and that's one of the things he was saying. It's like that's a given, so you don't want that. You want a top striker that you don't know about. That isn't yeah. and one of the things that again that Seb was saying was kinda of like if you're if you're managing in the Premier League, there's a good chance you've got a fairly decent knowledge of those players anyway. So you don't need a lot of feedback on those guys. You wanna know about the players that are outside of your reach that are on the other side of the world. And that's where you're gonna to start to hopefully see more of this stuff kind of filter in and it you'll be brought a bit more detail on players that you can't
1: see week in, week out, so... it's That's really promising. I mean, for career mode, that is... Because at the moment, the scouting system is just reduced to youth players. Yeah. Um, and I hope you've still got the option to scout exclusively for youth players as well. I hope that's, you know, still part of... Yeah,
0: I don't know if that's a separate thing.
1: I quite like, you know, the idea of the youth academy and that you scout someone, bring them into the youth academy, train them up, and then put them into the first team or the, you know, whatever... Mm. Um, But uh, I think that sounds actually really positive Uh, as a big, huge career mode player. I mean, that for me straight away is like... Scouting everyone, yeah. It's pretty cool. Particularly as well, like if you're a championship club or a League 1 club or a League 2 club or, you know, Serie B or whatever, finding players that are within your...
0: On on your level.
1: Yeah, within your kind of reasonable grasp that are a fast winger within... Middlesbrough's reach, for instance, yeah. you know, so it's not going to bring back Messi or it's not going to bring back, you know, uh, Alexis Sanchez or anything like that. But it's going to bring back people who are good within that context. So and the
0: other thing uh, you hopefully is what they're saying is it'll get you away from kind of just using that attribute catchment to scope your players. So you're not going to be going like, oh, well, I could probably only afford someone who's a seventy
1: to a seventy-five. So that's where I'm gonna, do you know what I mean? Tom, I mean. If they've refined the player search, because I've moaned about this a lot, you know I've moaned about this a lot in terms of being able to select. I'd like a striker with a finishing ability of ninety to ninety-five. Do me a favor. That's not scouting. That's <laughs> that's just pinpointing someone in the database. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like. It doesn't feel real. It feels artificial. Mm. Um, so I'm glad they've kind of ditched that in favor of. Finding a style of player you want.
0: Yeah, he's going to go into an awful lot more detail, but it's supposed to be a little bit trait-based as well. So perhaps you might be able to search for someone with a particular trait, um, which would also be cool.
1: Because the notion of of finding Messi in the scout list because you search for somebody with dribbling between 98 and 99 (laughs) makes my... (laughs) blood boil because it should be about the type of player you want to fill a certain role. That's what scouting should be about. I want a tough tackling right back. Mm. I don't want some, I don't want you to tell me who's got the best tackling stat, you know, explicitly. I want you to find me a tough tackling right back. That's right for me. You know, it's within the context of which club you are, you know, and, and, and your budget and all this sort of stuff. So it's a really, really promising, um, thing for them to mention so early and also a kind of a very kind of a slight thing which kind of plays in I guess to the new interface which is as a new sort of notification centre for career mode I guess we can call it that. Um, Yeah, it, it, well it if you think of the tabbed
0: layout um, that all my team's got, it's kind of similar in terms of basically one of the things they're kind of saying is that with emails um, it's a bit of a pain in the ass when it just interrupts you all the time. Um, Yes, It will no longer do that unless the message is completely crucial and you need to read it. It won't interrupt your movement within the mode. What you've now got is like a notification. It looks like the iOS notification. So, you know, when an app has got something, like an update available or something like that, and it gives you a little badge in the corner with like a one or a two, um, you'll kind of get that. Um, for the unread messages I'm assuming that's going to stay that way I don't really know because obviously it was the mock art but that's how it looked so rather than having emails forced down your throat you would actually just see as you're going around your business you'd see oh there's five emails unread maybe I should go and have a look make it a little bit more like you are in control of it yourself rather than having it just displayed to you when
1: they come in. Again it's a subtle touch but it's a great touch because you know being flagged stopped in your process of advancing the game because a fixture changed the date. Yeah, so exactly. It's Stuff that's not important to know right there and then But it's in three months time. It's kind of like, why have you stopped me? Mm. It takes long enough to navigate back from email to yeah. hit next. Exactly. To, for that to be a problem. So that's a, it's another really positive change. I mean Toby, do you play career mode? Is this I mean is this are we not just really no.
2: Um I'm still, i so I I don't find playing it's the CPU entertaining enough to sort of make it worth it i guess um uh, i sort of i tie myself out on the cpu during the demo basically when that gets more entertaining all this stuff will be great
1: I mean this has got potential here for Toby to if this AI if the I mean a lot of the stuff we a lot of the stuff we've talked about so far is actually AI improvements. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is off the ball in terms of it's not stuff it's not like last year, it's precision dribble that was controlled exclusively by you, you know, things like that. This is kind of a lot of this is off the ball stuff like marking, run tracking, you know, positional awareness, things like that. Off the ball stuff. So this might actually this could coax Toby into to career mode. <laughs> Destroy Imagine more that. of my life, yeah imagine good. um tom that brings us to the end of your notes comprehensive notes i might add yeah it wasn't too bad were they pretty good mate i mean obviously um by the time it's only you an listen- hour presentation and we've managed to talk about it for an hour and <laughs> 40 minutes so yeah our, our talents for dragging out content uh, have not been lost since the transition to fifa insider um it's it's a, it's a gift um Obviously, by the time you're listening to this podcast, chances are you've obviously you've probably caught up with Tom's post, which is going to probably detail some of this stuff in terms of the notes we've read out in a bit more detail, um, which is good. Um, and also, we've got the interview, uh, Tom's uh, interview with Seb uh, yep. Seb and Enrique, which will which will probably be hitting the site after the podcast, I guess, um, based on what we have discussed so far. And um, so that's FIFA 14. This is the first kind of official news, I guess. One thing, Tom, um, platforms that were mentioned uh nothing
0: outside of PS3 360 and PC and they're
1: very clear on that so
0: take from that what you will um they're very that's... very clear they're also very clear on this is just the start there is lots lots more to come so
1: that's got dave editorial written all over it <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> will you take that and run with it
1: okay i'll i'll take that and 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 you know it out of proportion. Not yeah. a problem. Yeah. Very uh,
2: clearly, we're going to get a different FIFA 14 for PS4. Let's just say it now. It might be bollocks, but that's what I want to believe.
0: Alright, I okay. signed a fucking embargo today,
2: and you are saying things like that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I just, no, there's
0: nothing to do with it. Yeah, but
2: I mean, I'm not embargoed, so I can just predict away. <sighs> that's
0: true. Yeah.
1: And it's only speculation. Wild speculation of like that. Wild so, true speculation. So for no, Korea, we're, mode, we're because to... talking about... Um, those those other platforms so because Toby has no interest in career mode I'm going to have to give that no Tobys out of five he's not <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't give a shit about career mode What's <laughs> that, uh, it's the podcast about four is it? Uh, I think po- I think big. average I think that's career mode's probably dropped it down a notch mm-hmm. uh, which for most people would have lifted it um, but for Toby not <laughs> but, um, <laughs> so I think across the whole of this podcast I think four Tobys out of five I think he's quite happy mm mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty happy.
1: It's gone through two bottles of prosecco anyway, so
2: <laughs> Yeah.
1: Buzzing. <laughs> Buzzing. Buzz um I think to be honest, do you know what actually is is I mean, just to kind of give a kind of I guess we'll go we'll go oh, we'll go kind of go round the table now and do a bit of a summary and I'll kind of kick it off. The thing that's impressive here, although there are buzzwords attached to the, some of this stuff like protect the ball and you know, um flight paths and you know No, that wasn't are, one I'll, they used, that was one of my headers, not they so didn't actually
0: you... put up a screen on the PowerPoint presentation that said flight paths. It
1: was just how we described it. That right now, know. okay, you, you say that, but now you just said <laughs> flight paths. You yeah, can imagine I use EA the doing, doing that. Voice. You? you can imagine EA doing that, though, can't you? Flight yeah. path 2.0. <laughs> now it sounds like EA flight it? paths and then like different arrows that looks like, <laughs> it looks like the start of Dad's Army, but all these <laughs> arrows are just kind of fucking showing flight paths of the world. Top. I told, look, this is they've already ripped off making football don't <laughs> give them more yeah. um, what I would say about this a lot of this stuff here that's really impressive is that it's fundamental level stuff this is improving on existing stuff a lot of it sounds subtle um, but it could have, like you say, when you tie a lot of this stuff together, you tie the marking together with the 360 degree sprinting with the um, Changes to defending pressure and the actual ability of strikers.
2: Dynamic pressure and, runs I
1: mean, in terms of lateral runs and And if you tie even if you tie dynamic pressure with rushed shooting, you've yeah. got a natural combo there of two things which are if you've got somebody dynamically pressuring you defensively, the ability for that rushed shot or that under the feet shot becomes more you know, more likely. Yeah. So these things all start to tie together and it's kind of a like you say a web of sort of things all kind of clicking together like the defensive stuff where people are going to think oh you've you've pressured him so I'm going to pressure him now off the ball away from you out of your control all this sort of stuff starts to plug into what's going to be hopefully a more organic FIFA Um so from my point of view I'm impressed with the fact that although some of this stuff has the classic EA mantra of sticking a title on it a lot of it is they're good, cool. they're, they're good changes yeah core fundamentals that are going to affect day you know, every game of FIFA is gonna change because of some of this stuff. Um and that's kind of what I've taken with it taken away from it. And it's also pleasing that they've mentioned career mode so early, that they're committed to to, to skill games as well, and they haven't just left it, um which is which is really nice. So I mean Toby, me, what's your kind of summary of summary of events here? I
2: think it's a very positive sort of first showing. I mean, I, I'm not expecting a great deal more in terms of what what they'll announce for gameplay, but you never know, I suppose. Um, it, it, a lot of things which I was looking for in this list, there obviously are things which are not, and it will be a question of how much they... Uh, serve to damage the experience, which is, is kind of my main concern, particularly momentum, locomotion, physics, that kind of stuff, uh, on the sort of general side, not just the person on the ball. Um, and obviously assisted is presumably still in state. Uh, So those those are worries, but certainly a lot of the major things, particularly the defensive AI changes, particularly the movement changes uh, and particularly the shielding changes are really up my street and uh, certainly keeping me
1: optimistic for another few months before the heartbreak. (laughs) 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 that is a perfect way to summarise and Tom obviously you're the man the man in the know, the man with the information the man who's probably had more time than than myself until we just soak some of this stuff up so what's your kind of summary of of, of how you thought, not only the presentation was received by you but also obviously you had other community sites around you, YouTubers and things, how was it received sort of generally um,
0: in the Um, room honestly the YouTubers fucked off pretty fast they were just like, right see you later so I didn't really get a chance to speak to them um cheers Cal. So
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: myself, you're also that comment there, you're also relying on Cal listening to hundred and thirty you know, one hour thirty eight minutes of podcast. So probably I, in the
0: front, I'll, I'll, you. I'll tell him when it starts. Okay. Um I liked it. There was nothing what I liked was there was nothing like that they really tried to beat you over the head with. It was kind of like no, we've 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 made some changes to shooting, we've made some changes on the, the attacking AI side, and we've made some changes to the defensive stuff, so there's lots and lots of little bits and pieces, but none of those were pushed as um, more important than the other. They are all presented in a very nice way, just like, we've done this, and we've done this, and we've done this, and we've done this, so it wasn't kind of like, like in previous years, sometimes you do get the impression that like certain things are rammed down your throat a little bit, and they're kind of like, oh, you know, you must Understand how we're doing, right? You know, like pro passing. That's this thing that we're going to use and it's going to be a buzzword. I didn't really get that impression at all. it was kind of like, now we're putting all this stuff in and kind of hopefully it will all work really, really nicely together. So um, that's what I liked about it. And
1: I think that's important to have that kind of um, consistency across all the features. Because like I said, like I said, last year there were five main features, weren't there? And it was almost yeah. like, if you're not interested in these five features, You know, it's pointless. These are our five things we're doing this year, and nothing else matters. These are our five things. Whereas I think, like I say, across across this list, it's a lot more subtle, a lot more consistent. But like I said, it's kind of equal billing um, to each kind of element, which is nice. So that's yeah, that's definitely something I've got reading through your notes anyway. So I mean, the shooting is going to be the most impressive. You think that's going to be that's going to be
0: the star if it plays as well as it looks on the stuff we saw people are going to really like the shooting. Because from an input point of view, nothing's changed. But what you're going to see in terms of the dip and swerve and stuff, it does look very, very cool. Hopefully, it looks as good as
1: what I saw today. Okay, see, my star feature would probably be momentum in terms of the sprint dribbling um, 360 and the preservation of momentum stuff. Mm. In terms of turning ninety degrees, hundred and eighty degrees, etc., and the and the kind of penalties for doing so. That's my biggest plus that I'll take probably from this from this sort of list. I mean, Toby, what would you all be just if you were to pick one one element out of uh,
2: Probably the marking. Um yeah, I think that's the one which I'm most confident in making a really big difference at this stage, having seen absolutely nothing of what it actually looks like.
1: The multiple frames of assessment i guess in yeah some...
2: and also the just generally tighter marking i feel that's a big letdown caught right now in terms of especially when playing clubs it's so loose and it it really hurts you like that if again. you look
0: if you look at the gap um between a, a player and the person that's marking them you can basically halve it in in what i saw today it's, that's just, great it's to much happen. much tighter and not just from a an individual basis but like as a as a line as a defensive line the marking is much much tighter so um Excellent. yeah it looks good
1: and there concludes uh episode four of the insider cast which is was an insider Cast special uh first look into fifa 14 obviously the site's going to be flooded now with information about fifa 14 relating to a lot of this well, take it easy i've got to discuss. write it fucking you can promise the world but it's me that's got to put pen to paper well, this, you're in a great position of great power. Great power comes <laughs> great responsibility, Tom. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Um, Spider-Man had to do it, so, so do you. Um, <laughs> and also we've got the interview with Seb, which will be coming following this this insider cast, Um And we'll also look to bring you some more editorial opinion um, about our perception of some of these announcements as well. Yeah, you going to write some that, yeah? Yeah, oh, yeah, I'll do a bit of that. Yeah, I'll do. I might. <clears throat> All right, I'll, I'll consider it. Um, and, um, obviously, as well, so like I said, can. this is hopefully now, this is the start of things to come. This is the first kind of rock that starts the landslide. So, um, watch out for more FIFA 14 stuff soon. And hopefully, fingers crossed, you'll be able to see assets as well, screenshots and, and things like that. So, um, um, without wanting to ramble on for much longer, um, it's a, uh, a goodbye from me. It's a goodbye from you, Tom, the man in the know. And it's a goodbye from the two bottles of Prosecco Toby Ross Goodbye